wanted to collect all the money his servants owed him. As the king began to do it, a man who owed him 10,000 bags of gold was brought to him. The man was not able to pay, so his master gave an order. Man, his wife, his children, and all he owned had to be sold to pay back what he owed. When the servant fell on his knees in front of him, give me time, he begged. I'll pay everything back. His master felt sorry for him, forgave him what he owed, and let him go. But then that servant went and found one of the other servants who owed him a hundred silver silver coins. He grabbed him and began to choke him. Pay back what you owe me, he said. The other servant fell on his knees. Give me time, he begged him. I'll pay it back. But the first servant refused. Instead, he went and had the man thrown into prison. The man would be held there until he could pay back what he owed. Other servants saw what had happened and were very angry. They went and told their master everything that had happened. Then the master called the first servant in. You evil servant, he said. I forgave all that you owed me because you begged me to. Shouldn't you have had mercy on the other servant just as I have had mercy on you? In anger, his master handed him over to the jailers. He would be punished until he paid back everything he owed. That is how my Father in Heaven will treat each of you unless you forgive your brother or sister from your heart. Amen. Amen. I believe this version is clear for us so that we won't even go into the King James and the other one. But look at the end in verse 35. It said, this is how my Father in Heaven will treat you. And you, you, you can see the difference of the debt. He owed, is it 10,000? And this guy owed him what? One what? 100. 100. 100. Seriously? 100. Silver coin. Compared to 10,000. Compared to 10,000. The same situation you are in. Somebody far also found himself in the same situation. The result you receive was different. Why couldn't you show the same result to this your fellow brother? But you sent him to prison. Meanwhile, your your type of sin you are oh, you are owing oh, even your family your, your your wife and children must be sold to settle the bill. Your wife and family <laughs> must be sold as slaves to settle the bill. But you now come and trust somebody else, and you think God will just look at it and smile at you? You are joking. Amen. Amen. Many Christians have been tormented in their health because they feel to forgive people. They, they have no idea. Many people 
are suffering in their families. Their businesses, their career, they have become poor and they are struggling financially. Simply because they have refused to let go of somebody who has offended them. Including if a man impregnated you and didn't take care of the child, you must let go. Amen. Because your life can become miserable. Because the offense and the hate, all that thing that you keep inside you is actually killing you. It's actually destroying you. You want to be a better person, but that thing is rather destroying your life. Why would you let go? Why? Why? Why can't we let go? Listen. Remember what Peter said. Lord, how many times should a person sin against me? In a day. Let Go back there, my wife. 21. Please read it. Peter came to Jesus. He asked, Lord, how many times should I forgive my brother or sister who sins against me? Up to seven times? Jesus answered, I tell you, not seven times, but 77 times. Well, I let me look at the other um, Bible. Because there is another part that spoke about <laughs> not even the amount of times you forgive, but the amount of times you forgive in a single day is unbelievable. You say 77, but this one doesn't say 77. See, does. Seven hundred seventy-seven times. Mine, well, the King James says seventy times seven. Yes. So, do that calculation. Seventy times seven is what? Seventy times seven. Just get a, your phone and calculate it. Jesus. Now, I don't even know if I move. It'll take a calculator to do that one. 490. Come again. It says it's 490, 70 times 7. 490. Hey. Just one offense and you are all over the place. And 490. That's a long way to go, man. Oh, yeah. Lord, help us. That's a lot of sins. That's a lot of forgiving. Mm -hmm. I think the best way, because what helped me, like, to, you know, be, is it okay if I speak? Flow, babe. Um, I think the best way to really be able to see it and understand it is just think about yourself. How many times God had to forgive you, you know, all the things that you've done wrong. I feel like sometimes it is hard to forgive because of, you know, you know, our emotions and stuff that's carnal, you know, that's 
having us to hold on to it. But when you, something about looking at yourself in the mirror that humbles you and helps you to understand, like, what if it was you? You know, look at how many times God had to forgive you. Like, you're really not any better than anybody else. You're not in the position to deny someone, you know, or reject them, you know, or not forgive them. You don't have room to do it, you know. Amen. Luke chapter 17. Luke chapter 17. Luke chapter 17. Luke chapter 17. 3, 3 and 4. Luke 17, 3 and 4. Luke 17, 3 and 4. Okay, I'm there. Please read it. Amen. and always be on guard looking out for one another if your brother sins and disregards God's precepts stop solemnly warn him and if he repents and changes forgive him even if he sins against you seven times a day and returns to you seven times and says I repent you must forgive him that is Give up resentment and consider the offense recalled, recalled and annulled. Amen. Babe, go ahead. Yeah. So watch what you do. If your brother or sister sins against you, tell them they are wrong. Then if they turn away from their sins, forgive them. Suppose they sin against you seven times in one day. Suppose they come back to you each time and say, I'm sorry. You must forgive them. Wow. Amen. I, my wife, this is a, a very great one. I mean, I sin against you seven times in a day and I come back seven times. My wife would tell me, you, you are not really sincere. I don't think you are sincere. <laughs> She was. She will see, easily say that to me. And say, ah, you sin one, two, three, and I forgive you. Fourth one, you are come back. I don't think you are really genuine. In, I, I don't know. But this is the criteria Jesus has given. Shanice wants to say something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I I think about like my son. You know. Um, you know, I, like our kids, like, you know, how they always come back and they do something and apologize. Lord, he just, he just brought that back to my remembrance because Lord knows my son, he just be Jesus. Um, anyways, <laughs> you know, that just brought back to my remembrance. So literally how many times, like, we have to even forgive our kids, like, 
when they keep doing the same thing over and over and over and over again, you know, like literally forgive them. Like, so yeah, I just had to say that. <laughs> yeah, it reminds me of my wife. Sometimes when she's is disciplining the children, she will tell me, "I told them this before." But maybe what they have repeated is not in the same day, probably, but over a period of time. You know, and she's upset because she wants them to learn the lesson the first time. But this one, this one, yeah. Jesus is saying that it, even if it's not the first time, seven times in a day, you must let go. God is working. Uh, you know, one time I went somewhere and I was preaching this message. And the man called me and said, hey, come here, you come here. Then he asked me, supposing I have a huge sore or I have a broken bone in any part of my body, and that person knows that this place I am hurt and I'm really in pain, and the person comes to step in and say, oh, sorry, forgive me, and I forgive you. And he, he comes back again to step in. Do you expect me to forgive the person? <laughs> Real. It's that's real. He said, I have I have a wound. I have a wound. A wound that is painful. And the guy pierced that wound and said, Oh, sorry. And I said, Boy, you got listen. Alright. And then <laughs> he comes back again and does it. Not yes. twice, not three times, not four times. Man, I, I have to kill that guy. That's what the man told me. He said, how do you deal with this one? I said, it is a difficult one, but I have to follow Jesus. But I may have to find myself in that situation to find out if I'll be able to do what Jesus is saying or not. But in, in, in whichever way, I got to try. Do you hear this thing? In a day. I mean, I'm listening, babe. I'm listening. I think that's different. I feel like they attacking now. If they constantly come in to step on your open wound, that's an attack. We we allowed to right. <laughs> I have like I've I've actually been in a place where because y'all know what my arm like it's this is part of my arm. Where, like, if anyone hits it, like, my nerve, like, it, I feel it all the way down to my finger and it hurts, like, crazy. And sometimes people just be coming up to me, slapping my arm, hitting my arm, like, you know, especially when we be laughing and stuff. Or, like, this one, yeah, my job, she kept elbowing me in my arm, like, laughing. Man, I wanted to. <laughs> the mess out of this lady, wow. like. I told her already and she did it again. She couldn't help us so she just kept hitting me in my arm all oh, lower. I want to stop us so bad. But you know, I understand people don't realize that they can't help it, you know? It's it's, it's just people can't help it. Let, let's think about like, this. Let's think about this one. A young girl gets raped. As a virgin, she's raped. A young girl gets raped. And these people literally destroys her life by forcing her to rape her. And she refuses to forgive. 
Do you think God will forgive her? Do you think Jesus will forgive her? So, you know, I think it's all in, you know, the mindset and the perspective, the way you see forgiveness. Because um, I realized that forgiveness is really, I believe it's for you. You were thinking a little bit about it earlier. Because when you don't forgive, it creates something in you. And meanwhile, that person that has hurt you, they already done moved on with their life. You know, like they've probably forgot all about it and stuff like that. So you've been carrying this burden around for years. You have this wall that's gone up for years. And so now you're going around and mistreating other people because of how that person hurt you. So I feel like it's the mind as well, how you view forgiveness, like the perspective, like we would think, like, you know, automatically a situation like that is tough, you know, because of that. But when she, re- that woman or that girl realizes that it has caused her to be, like, probably depressed, probably yeah. angry, bitter. She realized that and she doesn't want to be that way anymore. Then she'll probably be able to forgive because it will set her free. She'll realize how much she allowed herself to be in bondage because she chose not to forgive, you know? We would hope so. Right. Right. Like I said, we're, I mean, we're not, I've never, we're not in that situation. So, I mean, if we were, we probably would be that way too at first. That's why, you know, I feel like it's important to have that relationship with God because he will show you, he'll reveal things to you. Amen. You'll be able to forgive. And you'll understand that you can't come to him with a heavy heart. Your heart has to be light as a feather. That's why you need to be a spiritual person. Because forgiveness forgiveness really is from the deepest part of your heart. And that's your spirit. But forgiveness becomes a difficulty when that individual is the type of person that is not led by a spirit or his spirit and is led yes. by the mind the flesh cause emotions emotions because according to what jesus is saying no matter how grievous the offense or painful the abuse it is in our own best interest to forgive the people amen hmm? About a couple of years back, in 19-something, you can go and Google it and find out, there was a fight, a genocide in Africa, specifically a country in Africa called Rwanda. And it was a fight or a genocide between two tribes of people the Hootsis and the Tutsis, you know. So, you seen that movie? I've seen it too. I love that movie. That's one of my favorite movies. It's very sad, but I, I love that movie. 
Oh, they have a movie on Hotel it. Rwanda. Yeah, Hotel Rwanda. That's what it's called. I love that movie. It's sad, but I love that movie. Hotel Rwanda. Yes. What you saw in Hotel Rwanda is just a little bit part. But in, in that fight, you know, it's like racism. You know, you are not from my tribe. I don't like him. Listen, Hi. really, <laughs> you can't believe it. A pastor who is from a different tribe and he has church members who are not from his tribe, he gave cutlasses to members of his church who are in his tribe to kill other members of his that are not from his tribe. There are pastors that bulldoze church buildings on their church members who are not even from their tribe. But that is not even the worst. The worst of the situation is that a woman living with a husband was attacked by another guy from a different tribe with a cutlass, machete. He cut off the limbs of the husband. He cut off the neck of the husband. And he actually used the cutlass on the face of the woman. It crashed into the skull. Blood was... Okay. The woman was laying there, dying, with blood all over. Seeing the guy kill the husband first, and then the guy kill, tried killing her. She survived. But she decided that after whatever happened, she decided to visit the prisons to help those that have been locked in prisons. You know, and to try to help those that have gone through that trauma. When she went to the prison and was helping the people, suddenly a young guy crawls on the floor in tears and in pains behind her. And the young guy calls for the woman and says, Do you remember me? She said, No, I don't remember you. She said, I am the one that killed your husband with the cutlass. And cut your face. The woman looked at him. Do you know what she did? She hugged, she hugged him. And said, I forgive you. And as if that was not enough, she went further to fight for the guy's release from prison. And she adopted this guy to be a son. Wow. And lived with him. In that her was house beautiful. for the rest of her life. Now that's forgiven. Somebody that wow. has disfigured her face, killed the husband, mutilated, cut off the limbs of the husband right in front of her eyes. This is a real life story. It's not that's a fiction. Sad. How on earth did she manage? Hi, Biko, me, I don't know if I'll be able to do this. I don't know. I have no idea. 
Listen. I don't know. But I pray for the spirit that operated in that woman. I, I, I long for that spirit. Man, my wife, my wife is not going to joke if you mess with his son. Not to talk of cutting off one hand of Khalil or Ori or whoever it is. And then you go ahead to adopt that person as a, a son. Every day when you wake up, this is the guy that did this to your child. This is the guy that destroyed your life. This is the guy that destroyed your home. You see him every day. You feed him. You work hard. You sweat to take care of him. Hi. I don't know if I can handle this. I don't know. But to be a disciple of our Savior, we might to me now, Jesus. Please change my heart, Lord. Please change my heart. Change my heart. Because this is too much. I don't know if I can do this. I don't know. It is easier said than done. Man. It is very easy. Oh, don't be in a rush. It is very easy. I don't know that I can handle this. It would be better for me to have died than to harbor hatred and pain and revenge in my heart. That is the highest level. You, you can't forgive somebody who stole your groceries <laughs> okay <laughs> you better say that and we don't have no food in the house come on pastor uh, you can't forgive somebody that stole your grocery you see the level people are working on in the forgiveness the level hey somebody has killed your husband has destroyed your life I mean, man. That 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 was that was. Ooh. When I when I chanced upon that story, it shook something inside me, and I said to myself, "If this woman can do it, it means I can also do it." Mm. I can do anything. Yeah. If you can forgive somebody for that, you can forgive somebody for anything. Hmm. Jesus. No matter how grievous and offense or painful the abuse will be, it is in your own interest to let go. In case you have not realized it, when God created human beings, he created us to live forever, eternally. Okay? Amen. Maybe you don't understand that. Let me explain that to you. I'm going to use this rope. This rope. Uh, to explain to you. You see, this is the end and that is the end. 
and let's assume that even this one has no end okay and god created us to live a life that has no end by adam and eve sinning this that the life of disobedience and unforgiveness or whatever it is had enough power to cut life short from here to living forever to here and so we live from here and then we die at this place and then the rest of all this is gone do you know what that means it means there is something about sin that is too powerful that if you allow it if it uh, it was that powerful to cut off eternal life then you have to understand the power of sin and unforgiveness unforgiveness is a sin oh hallelujah amen unforgiveness is a sin but the good thing is that you see we need in your in our in our christian work there is something called maturity as we begin to grow and mature we will always need god's forgiveness so the onus is on us to learn to forgive hallelujah amen are you being blessed by this message my time is up One of the great people of the Bible that understood this thing was David. David knew the secret of forgiveness so well that it caused him to live a triumphant life. King Saul wanted to kill David. He maltreated David but David still continued to call him father. And David, when he had the opportunity to kill him, he refused to do so. And so when he even killed somebody's husband and took the wife, eh? when King Saul wanted to kill David, and he was in every way right to revenge, because at this particular time when he had the opportunity, Saul was chasing him for months and he, has, he, had, he had no home. He was running, hiding from cave to cave. In First Samuel, if you go and read the Bible, hiding from cave to cave. And suddenly, Saul was standing there with his back head facing David. And David's warriors that were with him said, this is your opportunity. Kill this guy. He rather went and cut off a little piece of Saul's dress or garment or robe he was wearing. And didn't kill him. Amen. Few years in his life, he took somebody's wife, impregnated the woman, and killed the husband on purpose. Nobody touched him. Even though what he did was wrong. Wow. Nobody touched him. 
Because his sin was very grievous. Eh? Saul tried to kill him. It's not that Saul killed him. He, he killed somebody's husband, stole the wife, slept with her, impregnated her, and killed the husband on purpose. If you compare his sin to that of King Saul, whose sin is grievous? I say they were both just bad. They were both bad, but David's own was worse. Because David, he didn't just, <coughs> sorry, he didn't just commit adultery. He didn't just commit adultery, but he actually killed the person's husband. When he discovered that the girl was pregnant, Hmm? Or something else. The ability to forgive is the ability to show that you really love. Amen. If you don't love, you can't forgive. Eh? If you don't love, you can't forgive. Proverbs chapter 10 verse 12. Babe, give me five minutes, okay? With respect. Which chap which book five pastor you want? Proverbs chapter ten verse twelve. Read it for us, babe. And then we go to Miss Caroline. Proverbs. Okay. Which chapter you going to? I'm sorry. Chapter 10, verse 12. Okay. Thank you. Sorry. Okay, that's okay. I forgive you. Thank you, Mrs. First Lady. Mm -hmm. um, hate stirs up fights, but love erases all sins by forgiving them. Amen. Shanice, you wanted to say something. Oh, no, sir. I'm listening. Uh, did you want me to read my version? Okay, go ahead. Uh, the Proverbs 10, 12, Amplified Version. Hatred stirs up strife, but love covers and overwhelms all transgressions, forgiving and overlooking another's fault. That is the solution right there. What does the King James Version say? Um, Proverbs 10 verse 12 says, Hatred stirs up strifes, but love covers all sins. Amen. So what we need to be able to forgive is love. Unconditional love. Amen. In Luke, in Luke 23, that was the last thing Jesus demonstrated on the cross before he died. The people were killing him and he said, Father, forgive them. 
for they don't know what they are doing. Seriously, somebody is piercing your ribs with a spear and blood is coming up and you are saying he doesn't know what he is doing. Hallelujah. Amen. Father, forgive them for they do not know what they are doing. It means that guy called Jesus, eh, the heart he had was full of love. To even at the point of death, say that these guys, they don't know what they are doing, forgive them. And it, remember, it was, it was love that made him come into the world. It was love that made him die for our sins. Because David, that's why David said, if the Lord should mark iniquity, who shall stand before him? If God decides to mark, take a register and decide to record our sins, hmm? who can stand before God? Hmm? Hallelujah. May our lives be overwhelmed with Oof, I feel the presence of God. Oh, there is a wind that is blowing on us. Thank you, Lord. What a sweet wind. May that spirit of love yes, that surrounded these people To be able to forgive such degrees of deep wounds, may that spirit rub on us. May our bowels be filled with an ending, unconditional love that will help us cover thousands and thousands of forgiveness of sin. In the name of Jesus. May God give us the ability to forgive whether the people apologize to us or not. Whether we are right or not is not what matters. May Lord change my heart. Give me a heart of love. Change the heart of my wife. Change the heart of Shanice. Change the heart of Caroline, change the heart of Bria, Lucero, Taisha, everybody that is not here. I pray for them, Lord. Just like Jesus prayed for the world. I pray for Kiara's mother. I pray for Kiara's father. I pray for Kiara's brother. I pray for their si the sisters. I pray for my family. Oh, let that wind, that wind, that wind from the Spirit of God blow over these lives in the name of Jesus. That we will be filled with unconditional love that we will be able to forgive 
because it is our to our own good that we forgive because it is not that we are not going to pay the price here on earth we will pay the price here on earth and we are going to pay for it when we die and go to hell give us the grace to avoid such a grievous mistake because we have one life to live and we can't afford to miss the mark in the name of Jesus amen Hallelujah. may we become like our Savior Jesus Christ Amen. Amen. This is the end of my message. God bless you. If you have something to say, I'm listening. If you have a question to ask, I am all ears.